0: What year is this? The year Here is 2020, 2020, and this is Pellet Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 253. Today we're gonna do uh, something we haven't done in a while. It's time to uh, keep it 80s with Mark O'Meara. Hey everybody! How exciting! (laughs) Wait, what's that sound in the background? Is there like a
1: clicking? No, what sound? I don't hear a clicking. Oh,
0: that's me! (laughs) Shh!
1: Christ!
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I turned on a timer because I wanted to make sure we like kept on track today. So I turned a timer on, and then it started doing like the the ticking. (laughs) <laughs> There's nothing better than just blaming other people for problems that are clearly mine. Anyways, so today you've got a bunch of songs to play. I've got some songs to play. So yes, for the audience, just to understand, um, I'm still in the process of moving back to the city and everything is in disarray. I'm currently building a set. And so this place is just a mess. So it's making it hard for me to find time to edit. So what I'm trying to do is just put out shorter episodes. So you guys still have uh, a regular stream of Beyond Synth content. So obviously we had uh, Julian on uh, a few days ago with a high five, and that's why we're doing a Keeping It 80s. Mm-hmm. But we're also doing it because Marco's a cool guy.
1: Yep, following up from Julian, he played some great tracks the other day. Um, I'm just curious, are you, are you actually moving to a new place, or are you just moving stuff from the country back to the house in the city?
0: Yeah, we're just moving back into our place. So essentially... Oh, I see. Yeah, we were out of the town, right? Uh, out of the town. We were out of the city... <laughs> For, uh, you know, since March, basically, and so we're moving
1: back. It is a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, well-spent rent. I was going to say, it's probably a good timing anyway, with all this corona shit, you know, it's probably time to... I mean, that's with all this going on, I'm kind of glad I live in the country. I'm just away from people, and uh, I don't know, just crap like that, you know? I feel a little isolated, which is nice. It's funny, like, within being back for a day,
0: I've come into contact with more people than I have, in, like, six months of uh, living in a town, right? Because the second I just walk outside of my apartment and then go to the store, I've literally just, like, passed, like, 50 people, you know? And then in my town, there's ways I can walk around town where I can actually go to the store without really passing too many people yep. and, uh, whatever. Anyway, look. Listen, <laughs> we're here to bring people some, uh, some entertainment and some awesome music. So, what do you, uh, got for me? I've got an awesome track
1: here from, uh, an artist I've just discovered, and that is is Doug Masters? He's got a, a new track, or they've got a new track out called "Drive All Night," and this has got a bit of a disco funk sound in the middle there, and um, really good stuff. All right, cool,
0: man. Well, let's check this out, and it's—I uh, should say—it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, uh, of course, the Kings of the Pattersons, Mr. Chris Dance, Mr. Roberts D. Bishop, and Mr. Mike Shima. Uh, you guys are all amazing people, and thank you so much for supporting the show. And now let's. Check- Check out this, Marco's first pick this week. This is Doug Masters with Drive All Night. And that was Drive All Night by Doug Masters. And that's Doug like Dig Doug like D-U-G. And uh, and that was a cool song, Marco's uh, first pick this week. That was brought to you, of course, by my awesome PayPals. Can't forget those. Of course, there's Jersey, Ross Bruce, Timothy Warwick, Digital Dreams, Jimmy Groon, The Rosconian, Russell Nyes, Brandon Morin, Upgrade Jimpy, and Anselmo Incorporated. You guys are all awesome and thank you very much for uh, supporting the show via PayPal there are lots of different ways to support the show and I am back here with Marco uh,
1: how's it going? Pretty good, pretty good uh, I, nothing too exciting to report I've just been working a lot as usual and um, I pulled my back, <laughs> we were supposed to record on the weekend but I, I hurt my back I think I'm getting old Andy think. <laughs> I wasn't able to play any fucking Red Dead Redemption which is the worst part of the whole lot, I'm so close to finishing it and uh, I'm, I'm kind of sad.
0: Do you have a, a cool story as to why you pulled your back out, or did you just do one of those bent the wrong way oh,
1: things? Oh, it's ridiculous. And the more people I talk about it, the more that this thing seems to be common. Is I, I got out of the shower, I sprayed on some antiperspirant. You know, I, I breathed a little bit in because it's a small bathroom, and I just, you know, just a regular cough. You know, nothing like, not like a huge cough or anything, just a regular cough, and then, bang, I just felt this massive ping in my back, and I was like, what the fuck was that? And uh, that's literally what happened from a cough. Yeah. But the more people I've talked to, the more people said that, yeah, I coughed and I pulled my back, too, real bad, you know. And somebody else at work was saying they sneezed and they pulled a couple of ribs uh, out of place from sneezing. I know. And I was like, what the fuck? It's it's pretty common, man.
0: Yeah, you got to do,
1: I think, I mean, I have the same problem
0: where, like, I just don't stretch. So, my thing is, every so often, I will just sleep the wrong way, yeah. and then I just wake up and my neck is fucked for two weeks. Like, it's just because I slept the wrong way, and I didn't move,
2: yeah. and I remember
0: when I was younger, I put my back out, literally picking up a case of pop, and I just turned the wrong way as i picked it up and i fucked my back up for like i feel like it was like two weeks yeah and that's just uh the way it is but i think stretching is the problem i think it's i don't stretch at all and i've been trying to there's too much going on i'm trying to fucking build this set i'm trying to like still set up the place and get the kids room in order and all this stuff and there's so much going on like simultaneously and i just it all has to be done at once unfortunately because the apartment isn't big enough for me to have all my fucking materials everywhere so I'm just Mm -hmm. but I keep on saying okay you're gonna start stretching you're gonna start doing this you're gonna start doing that and I cannot find the time because I'm just doing everything else
1: yeah well that's right Uh, stretching and exercise as well is supposed to be good I've noticed I mean I've been pretty bad lately I haven't really exercised much at all but I know like previously how exercise affects my body when I exercise exercise regularly I mean I mean generally like weightlifting even just light weightlifting but just you know using all your body Body. It, it really helps. I mean, that's for your back. I, I don't think there's anything better, you know. Um, and, and stretching, like you said, of course, is really important. to Stay loose. But anyway, as soon as my back is better, I'm gonna fucking start a, uh, a new program. You know. Oh, I thought you said, as soon as my back is better, I'm gonna start playing video games again. No, oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> I got four. I got four days off this weekend, so I, I, I'm really excited to uh, play some video games. Oh, maybe we should record the family <laughs> show
0: this weekend. Yeah,
1: we could. If yeah. You got that time off. All right. Cool. Well, think about that Um, listen I want to listen to a song
0: but I'm going to play one of my picks no (laughs) (laughs) okay it better be good (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and no, I got I got some cool ones this week. So uh, listen, I want to be here. Well, first of all, okay, what a bad way to set this up because this isn't my pick. This was actually a. Uh, this is actually a request from one of my awesome patrons because you know if you're in the twenty five dollar club, you can uh, request tracks. And this one's from Jimmy the Hut. All right, and he wants to hear a track from Wolf and Raven. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, let's fucking do it up. So this is the. This is a wicked song, of course. Wolf and Raven. Are awesome. They've been on the show before. And uh, this is a a track from their album, Ace of Space. This is A Hero Within by Wolf and Raven. And that was Wolf and Raven with a Hero Within. That was a request from awesome Patreon supporter Jimmy the Hut. So uh, thanks, Jimmy, and of course, if you're one of the uh, donators in the donators in the uh, in the twenty five dollar club, you can request tracks too, man. It's all good. And I would also like to report, uh, just from Patreon, that uh, Rama Branch or Rama Branch, I'll never know, has upgraded his support. Yay. That's right. He's now in the 666 Club, the Mark of the Beast. And also Sarah Bueckleman has upgraded her support. That's right. She's now in the 1985 Club. Wait a second. Is she? Hold on here. would did you just mic that up? No, she is, but does that mean she's in the club with her sister, or does that mean she's... Hold on.
1: It's very nice of her. Uh,
0: yeah, it is. Uh, yes, she's now tied. They're hilarious because they're twin sisters, her and Rachel.
1: Oh, that's so cool.
0: And uh, <laughs> now they're <laughs> donating the same amount of money. Look, like, you guys are awesome, eh? Uh, that's the most Canadian thing I could have done. Uh, you guys are awesome, eh? Take off, eh? A boot? Yeah. <laughs> a boot? <laughs> just a random a boot. <laughs> sorry but yeah thank you guys uh, uh, so much for supporting the show and uh, Marco Merrick you know they announced today yeah we're coming up to the 35th anniversary of Mario right so Nintendo's doing a bunch of uh, things And uh, they're finally doing something I've always wanted them to do, but Nintendo has this way of never going full like the way that the other companies do. So they're releasing a Super Mario 3D All-Stars game.
1: What is that going to include?
0: Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, and Mario Galaxy. So it's like the 3D Mario's in one package. Yeah. But... You know, like, when Sony does this, because Sony did it with, like, the God of War games and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Crash Bandicoot and fucking Sly and Cooper and all these other ones that are, you know, like, PlayStation games, and they put, like, everything on there, and then they upscale the resolution and they uh yeah so they were like hd remasters of the games like the god of war one i remember it came out for ps3 i think it had like five games on it like it also had like the psp games and stuff and they were all hd remasters but nintendo just has this thing because i've always wanted them to do this go like put all the 3d marios in one game release it as like a commemorative package Mm -hmm. but then this game doesn't have mario galaxy 2 also Mario 3D World, I guess. And um, they didn't really up-res Mario 64. Like, it looks just like a emulated port. Like, it is running in higher definition. Like, I think it's like 960 by something. Does that disappoint you? Well, in a, yeah, because it's like Nintendo never... They just sell the emulated versions that you can get for free on computer.
1: I see what you mean.
0: And there's modders who have already, like... Done high res textures that you can install in your game, and so theoretically, yeah, like I just want the best version to be the official one you buy, right? You know, Nintendo could have done like a remaster of the game. There's all these things they could have done, or remake it in the in the you know the new Mario engine. Mm-hmm. But instead, they just released the fucking ROM. Basically, that's disappointing. You know what I mean? If people already have ROMs in their computer, then you already have it. And if you download, like, an HD texture pack, then you might already have a better version than the one that Nintendo's putting out, so I don't know.
1: Well, see, I, I don't know how I feel about this stuff, because I've thinking about this lately, because they're doing this a lot with the remasters, you know, the uh, upgrading to HD. Because, for example, I love the um, Uncharted, Drake's Fortune video games. Yeah. And just recently, as part of the PlayStation Network account or whatever, they give you free shit. The remastered ones came with it, and I, I don't know whether... <laughs> Because I do want to play them again eventually, and I don't know if I want to play for nostalgic value. I know it's going to look like shit if I play the old versions but I don't know if I want to play the old versions because that's how I played it and that's my memory of it or if I want to play the new Do you know what I mean like I'm really confused how to
0: <laughs> well it looks like we're having a we're having that uh, that moment where we're starting to realize should we keep the nostalgia in the past kind of thing I don't know uh, should we should we keep our past in the past <laughs> <laughs> we're in a funny place to talk about it because you know the synth wave scene is a scene that's built on nostalgia but you know I'm yeah.
1: Oh, you know what? We'll dive deeper into this. Play me another song, and then we'll keep talking. All right. I got a new track here from Vandal Moon. We Are Electric. Max has done an awesome remix on this one. I love his soft touch to it, his beautiful synth leads that he's added to it. Anyway, it's available at vandalmoon.bandcamp.com. Really good stuff. Can you give it a spin, please, Andy?
0: And that was Vandal Moon with "We Are Electric" the Betamax Remix. That's right, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Jose Arbelo, the King of Hell, with the sixty-six point six, and then there's Jacob Wick with the forty-four eighty-eight. Uh, I guess what are you if you're not the King of Hell? You're, uh, what do you got to be here?
1: You're the... I don't know. I'm at a loss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is why I like (laughs) recording with you when you uh, just wake up. (laughs) And, of course, uh, City Hunter with the 42, a trio of awesome dudes. And uh, thank you so much for supporting the show. And that, of course, was Marco's second pick this week, although I'm going to be sprinkling in my own picks because
1: whatever. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so we're talking about uh, playing old games and whether or not whether or not
1: we want to. So this is like a turning point in your life. Is this a turning point? I guess it is. Well, see, because I do have... I still have my PlayStation 3 with all those old games. So when the time comes, I will... And, and like I said, I've got the new remastered versions on, the, on my PlayStation 4. So when the time comes, I'm probably going to play a little bit of each and just see how I feel exactly.
0: In regards to Uncharted specifically, because I do have that trilogy. Right. The games look great. They always look good. Like, the Uncharted games look very good. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe I would play the first one but play it on hard because i never played it on hard yeah and i get my ass kicked like i'm at this part now where there's like some snipers and it's like it's not even fun like i I don't actually Mm. have fun playing games on hard so
1: really i love a challenge
0: if i die and i turn off the game and i turn on the game a few days later and like die eight times again and then shut it off and then the next time i turn it on i die another like 10 times and shut it off i'm done yeah. Like, at that mm. point, I'm like, you know what? This is... What is this now? What am I doing? That's why I picked up, like, Far Cry 3 again, because I'm just running around the map, like, collecting treasure. Like, it's just mindless. Because mm-hmm. my favorite Uncharted game is Part 2.
1: Yeah, number 2 is the best, for sure.
0: So, it's fun to go back and play, but I don't know. Like, it's, it's funny, because as I'm talking about the Mario games, and when you bring that up, I love playing retro games, but I never really... Play them anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I turn them on. I've said this on the show before. Like, one of the things I've done the most in my life is played the first level of Donkey Kong Country. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I'll boot up a new emulator or like download the, you know, on like the Nintendo shop or something. Mm-hmm. And then I will play the first level. And then not play the rest of the game. And I've done that so many times in my life, like that specific game. And Mario 64 is the same thing. It's one of my favorite games of all time. Yet whenever I turn it on, I just sort of walk around the courtyard and jump and do flips and climb the trees and stuff. And like, that's it. Mm -hmm. So then there's this whole thing where I judge a console based on backwards compatibility. And then at the same time, I go, but I'm not really going to play those old games. But yet we judge, like, is the PlayStation 5 going to be backwards compatible with PS4? Is the the Xbox Series X going to be backwards compatible? And if they're not, we're upset. And yet, the whole point of buying those systems is to play new games.
1: No, yeah, Uh, it's a weird one. I do like playing a lot of older stuff. I'll do funny shit like I'll play the first level of Final Fight arcade, but just the first level. And I, I always intend to finish it, but then I'll play the first level be like, ah, I got my little nostalgia in there and that's it. No, exactly. That's it. I mean,
0: it's like nostalgia is like a drug. It's like I just need a hit. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like old arcade games in a way. Because the whole game is only like half an hour to 40 minutes to play through the whole thing. If you go back and play Final Fight, if you really wanted to hang out with friends and like have some beers and like play an arcade game, like you can walk through Final Fight in about like 30
1: minutes or so. Yeah, maybe an hour, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's close. I know what you mean. It's short, yeah. Yeah, and I
0: think that's like the best way. But now it's like a, it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing to talk about, especially you and I anyways, you know, being guys in the synthwave scene who have had shows and talk about this and we're always talking about
1: nostalgia and then I'm getting this weird point. Point where I'm like, do I even want it? Yeah. Like, I can't tell. No, it's true. It's true, though. You know, like, you sit down and play a new game, and quite often it's so engrossing, and it's so in-depth, you really got to concentrate, and you don't want to miss any of the story, or any of the dialogue, or what's happening. So, you know, you really got to be in the mood, you really got to be focused to, to play it. Sometimes you just, oh, man, I had a busy day, and I'm, I got a lot going on in my head. I, I just want to play some fucking, you know, Double Dragon for a little bit. Because, like you said, it, it's you can just play it really quickly, and you don't have to, like, concentrate, like That much, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. and I I get in that mood a lot, and I do play a lot of retro games for that reason, and a lot of the times. Well, you know what else is cool? Uh, The song you're gonna play. That song you're gonna play. Oh, I'm playing. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I was close. Uh, I knew somebody was playing a song. Um, All right, I've got a new one here from uh, Etsy and Shammy Called The Search Kind of a little bit of chill wave stuff You know I like that stuff Andy Yeah man
0: Well so does uh, So do the awesome listeners Of Beyond Synth Like people in the 2666 club Like Hugh Hefner And Lucas Sabayo <laughs> Alright let's listen to this track This is uh, Etsy and Shammy With The Search <music> And that was Etsy and Shammy with the song The Search, Marco's uh, third pick this week. And uh, that was brought to you by my awesome patrons in the $25 Club. We're talking about Clint Dowling, Jimmy the Hutt, Alex Selickson, and A Star Apart. You guys are pretty cool guys. Hey, we mentioned Jimmy the Hutt earlier. Hope you're happy I played your song. I'm happy too because Wolf and Raven are uh, really talented guys. And I think, I forgot to mention this on the show, I have to go back and listen to the interview because I completely forget, but I think Wolf and Raven are brothers. And, That's cool. and when I had Immortal Girlfriend on, I remember mentioning to them, I'm like, I think you're the only synthwave-like brother duo and then someone was like, what about Wolf and Raven? And I'm like, oh shit, and I had them on the show too. So my brain is fucking all over the place. <sighs> but that's, uh, that's neither here nor there. The point is that uh, we all like listening to cool music. Anyway, I'm probably going to pick up this stupid Super Mario 3D thing anyways. <laughs> like, despite what we all just said. Just because then I can have those Mario games on the Switch. But... I guess my point from back earlier was just, if you're going to do it, go all the way. Yeah. Like, PlayStation, when they release those things, they go all the way, right? They say, mm-hmm. like, here's all the games in the series, and they're in HD. And for Nintendo, it's like, they should have put Galaxy 2 on there. And also, I want them to do that with the Zelda games as well.
1: That would be cool. Or or do I just want a new Zelda game? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's tricky. It is. Nintendo seems do seem to mess things up like that you know like generally Sony when they then, when they do like a game collection like that they'll do it properly Nintendo, I don't know, that's weird, I mean I don't know, I did like the All-Stars that they did for uh, Super Nintendo, that was great. I think they put that back out actually, they they've finally re-released it. That was amazing when that came out, but yes. n- nothing was updated though, it was just the old games. No, no, they
0: did, they did update it. No, in Mario All-Stars, the one for Super Nintendo yeah. remember, they did redo the graphics
1: Did they really? Yeah. Fuck, it's been so long Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so the, the the ones on Nite- from the Nintendo, they must have obviously not Super Mario World, but they must upgraded one two and three. One, two, and three okay
0: yeah so super mario super mario brothers and mario 2 and mario 3 they redid them in 16-bit graphics
1: there you go so they did a really good job on those so i don't yes. know why they fuck things up now i mean they're, they're notorious for fucking things up lately i don't know
0: yeah and i mean the original mario all-stars was like the first example of that i think like official like yeah. here's the, the original games but they've been redone and i remember that was amazing when i got my super nintendo
1: oh dude it was so good I know.
0: I got it late in the game like I got my Super Nintendo oh did you probably like you know in the last like year or two of the Super Nintendo's life mm-hmm. because I never had any money right so I was like saving up yeah. and I finally got it it was my first system I ever bought with my own my own money and by the time I bought a Super Nintendo it was like 180 bucks and it came with Mario all-stars and Super Mario World like packed into the thing with two controllers yeah and so that was amazing like the Super Mario World and Mario all-stars there's so much content there. Like, so I, that was great. That's one of my, like, I loved buying the Super Nintendo at that time. It was amazing. Yeah, I just wish, you know, they, they kept that tradition because I think that was that was cool. But then who knows? Now I feel like I'm going back and forth. I'm a very wishy washy guy. <laughs> one minute I'm like, <laughs> nostalgia's great when you remake it. And then it's like, but then I don't know if I want it. I don't know. So did Mario All Stars have, it didn't have
1: Mario World then. I thought it did.
0: No, uh, no, but there was, there was a cartridge that did have Mario All-Stars and Mario World on it. Okay. I didn't have that, so I had the separate cartridges. So one cartridge was Super Mario World and one was Super Mario All-Stars. I don't remember when that weird pack-in one that came with all the games was out. There was one, yeah, because I do remember that. Yeah, all right, so I'm not crazy. Yeah, there was one. I never had it. I, To be honest with you, I've never even seen that cartridge in real life, I don't think, but I know
1: it exists. All right. But that's not the one I had. Yeah, because I had, anyway, all right. Yeah, but I'll tell you what
0: does exist uh, is this awesome track by Favorite 89 uh, off the album Unity uh, this is a really cool song. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters and the $25 Club. Of course, we're talking about Restless Nights, Honeybeard, Tim Carlton, and Johnny Five. You guys are pretty cool. And uh, here's this awesome track from Favorite 89. This is United. <laughs> And that was United by Favorite 89 off the album Unity. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. We're talking about Kempson, Martin Larby, Gregorio Franco, and Blake Peterson. <laughs> you guys are pretty cool. <laughs> hey, I guess I'll throw in Ken Giroux in there because Ken Giroux is a cool Giroux. And I'm here right now with Marco. I just found this out today (laughs) because Gregorio sent me a message that Gregorio Franco has a whole... (laughs) A Bandcamp page, uh, which is a um, a label called Inner Self Records on Bandcamp, and... It's all these different artists, but they're all Gregorio Franco. And they're all like slightly different genres of music, but they're all him. (laughs) (laughs) I just saw that today. I started laughing my ass off. I'm like, I'm going to make him come on the show and be all the different people because it's so silly. Uh, Yeah. Because I remember he mentioned before he had a side project, I remember Drawn was the one I remembered where it's like kind of dungeon synth stuff. And he's got other things that are more like heavy, like guitar stuff. And then uh, there's one artist that just does like Zelda covers. Like Chiptune covers of Zelda games, and anyway, so it's uh, it made me laugh. All right, so that's why I'm telling you. That's, that's good to know. So that's that's inner self, <laughs> yeah. inner self records.
1: Yeah, I love Gregorio's music. He's got, he really has his own unique brand. I think his own unique style. He really, really does.
0: Yeah, no, he's uh, he's a cool guy. He's a-
1: <laughs> and he's got a good sense of humor too. <laughs> Obviously. No, that's that's a good thing. It's nice when people don't take themselves so seriously. You know, that's kind of what I like about you. And, uh, you know, I mean, your show's really good, but you don't take yourself too goddamn seriously. You get some producers in the scene that take themselves a little too seriously, you know, or anybody in the scene, really. You know, I mean, you gotta you got to laugh at yourself sometimes. You yes. Know?
0: I think that's one of my basic things when it comes to making friends with people. Mm. That's something I notice right away. And I usually, for me to click with someone... They can't be too serious. And it doesn't mean you can't have values or care about stuff. And it's honestly, this is an extension of shit I've been talking about for weeks. Mm-hmm. Like when I was with Julie and I was clarifying a statement I said when I was like complaining about people who are always like, who comment on the internet and always write like negative shit and stuff. Yeah. And I think part of that also comes from taking yourself too seriously and not being able to just, you know what I mean? Like listen to what other people say. Yeah. And not have to like react instantly. Like there is this thing and. And I've noticed that with people I meet, I can hang out with someone for a little bit and I'll start making jokes and I start to sort of poke and prod a little bit just to see like how seriously they take themselves. And if I talk to a person who's like just super serious, even if it's about art I like, like, there's some artists who are kind of pretentious and really just take it way too seriously, and then I'm just kind of like, ah, oh, yeah, is, nope, I need people who like to
1: joke. Yeah, you can't have any fun, though. Yeah. What's the point if you can't have fun? Because you can't. You can't joke about something. You can't have fun. I mean, you can you can have a serious conversation, but at some point, you've got to throw a joke in there, you know? Yes, you have to. <laughs> Keep it interesting. No, you really do. Like, you yeah. have to. I mean, like, that, to me, yeah. it's, it's, it's so important. Yeah,
0: It's almost as important as listening to... Uh, to
1: awesome music so you got any more <laughs> uh you're like the master of transitions um all right uh we'll segues whatever you'll call it mm. i've got a new one from uh okay i'll try to pronounce this micro momenterial um with his new track called transience what how do you say this micro
0: micro micro momentarial
1: Micro I think, yes. It's an interesting name. <laughs> just, it just rolls off the tongue. It really does. <laughs> 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 it's a good song, though. That's the main thing.
0: All right, cool, man. Well, let's check it out. I should say it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, there's Ashley Keegan with the 2049. Go check out her website, Forged in Neon. And then there's Bobson. What's his fucking name this week? Hold on.
1: <laughs> he changes his name every week. I got friends like that on Discord. They constantly. I didn't even know who the fuck they are. Changing the names all the time. Bobson, due diligence, Hennings with uh, the 1986. That's the same as it was
0: last week. And of course, <laughs> the Buckelman sisters in the 1985 club. Sarah and Rachel. You guys are all pretty cool. And uh, I guess let's listen to this track by Micro Momenterial. This is uh, Transience. And that was Transients by Micro Momentarial. That was a neat track. That was Marco's uh, fourth pick this week, and it was brought to you by my awesome patrons in the uh, $15 Club Profit of Jupiter, Six mil Gus Velacheck, Hampus ML, and Chatterack. And uh, I'm back here with Marco. Speaking of games, you said you played Zombie Army 4, right?
1: Oh, yeah. I've, I'm playing it, like, my third time through. <laughs> so, are you
0: going to get... I just saw that it was, some DLC was announced. That's why I, I thought of you.
1: Yeah, it's kind of annoying because there's a, there's a joke between... Um, <laughs> Me, Jazzy, and um, Protector101, because I've been playing it with him, and, and another friend. And the joke is, because he, Jake originally bought the all-season pass or something, which was quite expensive, but it had all the DLC. Jazzy and I were like, ah, oh, fuck that. We're just going to spend $50 each and get the regular game. But then since then, they've had like three DLCs, and every time we're spending like $12 each, so it like we're really losing out, and then Jake keeps laughing about it. Yeah, you should have just got the full game. You know? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get it and spend another fucking $25 or whatever, yes. Cool. It's weird these days. Like, the game's like, we finished the game, we killed Hitler again, but there's extra missions after It's They're just milking it. But it's it's a good game, it really is. And we're going to be getting it this weekend, yeah, for sure. Because I've never actually played them, so is Hitler always the bad guy? Yeah, I mean, s- spoiler alert, I guess, it, uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, you kill him yeah and- <laughs> <laughs> well, you kill him in the last one, in Zombie Army alert. Trilogy. You kill him, yeah. but uh, I mean, there's no, really no surprise. I guess who the hell else would you be fighting? Himmler. Yeah, obviously. Of all the people in history, he's probably be my favourite person to be able to kill in a video game. But he's also <laughs> he's also a fucking uh, a zombie. Was he a hard boss? Uh, he is. Honestly, in the second one, the second the second one. when I say the second one, I mean Zombie Army Four. is actually a little bit easy in parts. That game. It's a little disappointing on medium level uh difficulty that it isn't I like to die a lot and, and they really have a challenge I mean everyone's different but the zombie army 4 was really challenging I mean you had to have like have strategies to get through it otherwise you know you just die all the time yeah it's a really fun game I love it I love good cooperative games and that's right up there you know um it's really fun so you have no problem playing online games with your internet do you most games no for some reason the server on zombie army 4 is really bad so we have a lot of glitch issues. But other games, like, for example, Zombie Army Trilogy... It plays fine, smooth as fuck. No problem with chatting online, no problem with anything. And we have two people playing in the same household at the same time. So I really don't know. No, we don't have an issue with it, really. So, Okay. I mean, I play StarCraft with a friend from Australia and uh, play that online and we chat as well, and and that's reasonably good. So I I don't know. I don't know, man. Just for some reason, I can't upload videos. (laughs) It's fucking annoying. Yeah,
0: you're depriving the the world of more uh, uh, videos of you and your under we are doing uh,
1: yard work well that's a big reason why I gave it up I know you miss it I mean a lot of people miss me <laughs> and I'm aware but um, I, I had to give it up unfortunately you know it's yeah. uh, I just fucking pain in the ass upload shit you know no, I hear you Yeah. but
0: look I want to listen to a track here okay. I, uh, I discovered this artist here Amy Waters uh, I hope it's Amy I wonder if it's Amy. How's it spelled? A M I E. Oh, it should be Amy. I, I think so. See, that's Amy to me, but you never know, man. People with these new age names, it's yeah. like it's actually Amy Waters or whatever. I don't know. Uh, uh- <laughs> um, but look, I'm going to say Amy Waters if I'm wrong. You can correct me. Um, anyway, this is a, a really cool song. Uh, the whole album is uh, is actually pretty cool. It's called uh, Cosmos of the Soul. It's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Of course, there's Mads, Baron Christensen, Retro Serenade, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Lyle Lane. And uh, I hope you dig this track. This is uh, Amy Waters with Dragons of Aura. And that was Dragons of Aura by Amy Waters from Cosmos of the Soul. And that's a really cool song. The second, I I think that was like the first song that played when I loaded it up on Bandcamp. And like that just opening thing is just really cool stuff. and, And I dig that sound a lot. Yeah, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters and the $10 Club. We're talking about Fraser Davidson, PAC. I think he actually says it's PAC. Uh, we got Catstronaut84, Lucas Smith, Energon Cube, Slade, WatchClark, Neverman, PudNuts, and Joshua Winter. And we're back with uh, Marco. We're doing sort of a keeping it 80s, but I guess I'm throwing uh, some of my own little songs in there, like a little sneaky
1: devil. You know they still haven't announced the next-gen console prices? They still haven't. I thought it was due out later this year, or yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. So they still haven't even announced it. Yeah,
0: it's supposed to be November. We're in September now. Like These things are supposed to, what, go on sale in like three
1: months? Like It's crazy to not know the price. Are they finally going to have a decent fucking hard drive in these things? Jesus Christ. So you can store more than two games at once? This shit drives me nuts. With Sony,
0: they're they're going to have an SSD in it,
1: so it's going to be faster, but I still think it's only like a one
0: terabyte... <sighs> SSD and next gen games are probably going to be bigger, yeah. They
1: will, so you'll probably store like three games, like, but for real, <laughs> just three. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. I know when everyone says, Wow, then the price, I, I understand, but god sakes, it's it's you really need to have a decent hard drive. It's frustrating having a anyway. What do you think the price will be for it? I mean, yeah, any... it'll probably be what, 700 or $800 roughly? Oh, no, they'll fucking die if that's how much it is. No way. Well, yeah, but it depends. That's i to talking American. But what about Canadian? Well, what was? That? How much was the PlayStation Four when it came out? I mean, I didn't buy it early, so I don't actually know. But I I know when I bought the PlayStation Three. Yeah,
0: but they fucked up, right? That's what fucked them because they released the PlayStation Three too much. Because I remember, I think it was five ninety nine Canadian, possibly even six forty nine or something stupid. I paid a
1: thousand dollars for it Australian, which is relatively equal to Canadian dollars. I don't know at the time, but I know it is kind of. Whoa! With controllers? With controllers and two games, I think it was. It was a package deal. I had two games. What yeah. do you mean a thousand?
0: Like it was actually like nine ninety nine or
1: yeah, nine ninety nine. Yes. What? Yeah. What? That's what no. I paid. But it, it just came. It was like like just came out that day or like two days later or something. You know what I mean? Holy smokes! Oh, I yeah. I, I will fucking refuse. Two games, two controllers. That's right. Yeah. See, I, that's what I mean. I'm out. I'm out of the loop with what the the, the price, general prices. No, are no, no. For they they like they're said, dead. The- it can't. Yeah.
0: It can't be like if they release the PlayStation Five and it's five ninety nine. I'm not buying it. Like I am not going because with Canadian taxes. Yeah. Okay, so fucking it's uh thirteen percent. So what's that fucking six six times three. 13, (laughs) 60, 60, plus three is 18. So, okay, that's almost like 80 bucks in tax. If it's, you know, 599, it'll be $700. I won't, like, I actually won't pay that. You know, there's equipment I could use for my show that I don't even buy because I'm like, oh, that's out of it. Like, I want to get a new mixer and stuff. And
1: yeah, but that's the thing. That's why a lot of people wait like six months or three months or whatever for the price to drop. You know, because they usually that's what happens. Like I said again, I'm out of the loop. I, I, I really the last console I bought, which I bought when it came out, was the PlayStation Three. So I'm kind of a little bit behind. Well, no, because the PlayStation the- Four yeah
0: was really reasonable. Like, I mean, I think when it came out, it was like three
1: ninety nine which was a fucking big deal. Oh, shit, that is very good compared to the PlayStation 3, yeah. Yeah,
0: and I think the PS Pro is 499 now or four-something, mm-hmm. but that's the Pro, so that's the thing, too, because if the Pro is 499 can they really release the PS5 the same price as the Pro? I mean they kind of have to especially now like during you know the the current situation in the world the pandemic and stuff and yeah. people not having like secure employment this is not the time to release the most expensive console ever like that would be yeah. fucking business suicide which is probably why they're not releasing the price because maybe they're planning on delaying next gen it yeah, could be um Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they are. Maybe it's not ready yet or something. But it has to be priced in a certain way. It's not it's not like a fucking Apple computer or an iMac or something that's kind of like a specialty item, even though a lot of people have them, but it's consoles are more ubiquitous in people's households and like you can't it can't come out and be seven ninety nine. Like that no one's gonna buy
1: it especially now well I'm looking at I just googled it and I'm looking at uh, tech radar has got a thing on it saying Sony hasn't revealed the ps5 price yet but analyst predictions have placed the ps5 price in the region of 499 US dollars uh, 449 pounds and Australian 749. So that's not far off the PlayStation. Two games and another controller. No. It's not far off a thousand dollars. Then I'm not getting the PS5. That's well, it. what would four ninety? If it was American four ninety nine, what would that be in Canadian? You reckon? Then I don't think. Well, it wouldn't be seven forty nine. It would be like. $7. Six something, maybe. Yeah, uh, it probably would be cheaper. Everything's expensive in Australia. It's too far away from everywhere. Right, but
0: I thought I thought the Australian conversion rate was similar to the Canadian one.
1: Yeah, but that's you're close to America and fucking places like that. In Australia, I don't know. It's just so far away from everything. I think that's usually why things are a little bit more expensive.
0: Um, okay, so four ninety nine. Let's say five hundred US is drum roll. 656 Canadian.
1: There you go. Will that's I... Will I, I, that's I, I, I predict it? I mean, I don't fucking know. It has to where be... Where then then it has
0: to be 599 I don't think I'm going to pay 650 Anyway, look, listen. Play me a song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do?
0: This new segment of uh, Let's Talk About Andy's Finances. Uh, yeah. yeah, do it.
1: Give me some music. All so right. I've got a new track here from Jasper D. Casta How do you pronounce that, Andy? Give Jasper us a hand de, here. I would say Quester. I but J- Jasper the Quester. De oh
0: no! But then it's it's C E U S T E R. Bit of a
1: tongue tweezer there. Custer, Jasper de Custer. Didn't we have? Didn't we do this before? Haven't we done no, this? No, not with me. <laughs> not with me. It's not, no, I, I definitely haven't played him you probably, my, my, Have you played the song before? No, but I feel like I've pl- we've played
0: a Jasper track before
1: Maybe, Ooh. well Okay, anyway Nonetheless, it's available at Fix It Neon, a single I think it's from an up-and-coming compilation album That's due for release It's really good stuff um, I found it on SoundCloud myself And the track itself is called Nova And uh, it's really, really good stuff
0: And that was Nova by Jasper DeCuster. DeQuester? How do you say this? I feel, like, I feel like we've played a song of his before, and we fucked up his name. And I completely apologize, dude, because it's a cool song. And if you want to let me know how to pronounce your name, and I apologize if you've already let me know how to pronounce your name, and I've forgotten. But uh, you should go check out his tune. Jasper DeCuster? C-E-U-S-T-E-R. How would you say that, audience? Anyway, but the point is that uh, that track was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club, Pump Action Foreskin, Albion Algorithm, Gary Heather, Knight of Ducks, Andrew Benson, The Patch Bay, Renton Brax, and Barry 007. And uh, yeah, I'm back here with uh, Marco. We're doing a little uh, Keep Natives. Right. We actually talked for a long time in that last segment, so.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. We always try to keep it short, but it never works that way, does it?
0: Yeah, you know. It's hard for me to keep it short, if you know what I mean.
1: Ah, <laughs> Nice. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, so I've heard, Andy. Although in reality, it's very, very easy for me to keep it both short and thin. Um, <laughs> I, they just released a new Bond trailer, so I was just watching the, the new trailer for the new Bond movie. Mm-hmm. And the other day, I was trying to find a book to read with my son before bed, and... I didn't want to read a dumb kid's book so I was reaching for books and I I think at one point I picked up a James Bond novel from like a Mm -hmm. bookstore that was going out of business because I'd never read one before so I grabbed Live and Let Die which is actually one of my favorite Bond films that's Roger Moore's first one where he goes to like New Orleans and it's got like Baron Samdi and Kananga and it's like that black mafia and there's like Ooh, voodoo and stuff. I don't even know if I've seen that one. It's the one where he runs on the alligators.
1: That sounds awesome. Like so bad. No,
0: it's awesome, man. Like he's the,
1: the bad guy.
0: Oh, who's that actor? God damn it, he's an alien. He's got, like, big eyes. Sorry, what was it called again? Live and Let Die. I honestly
1: don't think I've seen that one, man.
0: Live and Let Die is one of my favorites. It's just it's just a fun movie, and it's Roger Moore's first one. Wow, I fucked up all those words.
1: Yeah, Fet Koto. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, Fet Koto, because, you know, yeah. he's
0: an alien. Yeah. Uh, Fucking, and, anyway, so he he plays a bad guy, but he plays another character, and there's, like, this weird reveal, and he's got this weird makeup. And he like, he peels off his mask because he was like a disguise. Anyway, so I'm reading this novel. I thought, I'll read this to my son. And <laughs> I've never read a James Bond novel before. And I know they're from a long time ago. But holy smokes, like, I'm like one page in. And there is some really outdated... Uh, lingo in terms of how they talk about black people Mm -hmm. and uh, so I'm reading this I'm just like oh shit so I'm like skipping sentences I'm like oh maybe that was just a weird sentence and then it just kept happening to the point where I'm like I don't think I can read this book (laughs) (laughs) I mean like they're not using the racial slurs but they're using some pretty like uh, outdated terms I keep forgetting because James Bond's so old that it's also pretty like misogynist as, as well but like really like no I'm not like a you know I'm not like a super woke guy or whatever, mm-hmm. but like this book, literally, like James Bond is surprised to see women driving and stuff. Like that's like there's like oh things.
2: my god! And
0: at one point, there's a part where a car speeds out from like an alleyway and drives down the street, and it's like, and what caught James Bond eye? James Bond was surprised to see that the driver was, and then there's a word for black woman that they use that I I was just like I, I'm not gonna say it, but I was just like what like anyway there's some outdated terms and I guess there's even like female ver- it's really hard to talk about without actually saying the words <laughs> but the point was <laughs> so he said su- he surprised to see that a lady was driving but also that she was a black lady like it was like such a culture shock for James Bond who is supposed to be an international spy and so it's just a really weird anyway so I didn't read the book to my son I, I-, I was trying to skip mm-hmm. over things I'm <laughs> so maybe I can just skip this sentence and not read this part and then after a while I'm like this is gonna be a headache for me because I I'm not very good at censoring like as I read that I'm trying trying to like substitute words and i'm just like wait but this whole paragraph is sort of weird even if you substitute words so anyway the point is that live and let die is still one of my favorite bond films but uh, i don't think i'm gonna read the novel to my son the end
1: uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one, but uh, some of the early Bond stuff is pretty cringeworthy. I know um, uh, Sean Connery was quite a notorious sexist as well back in the day. He had some interesting interviews. I oh, the these
0: fucking interviews are
1: hilarious, dude. It's like what the fuck. I, mean, I know it's a long time ago, but Jesus. No, Christ, that's man. the thing.
0: I I am capable of. I mean, even, <laughs> even my wife is the same way. Like if we, we if we put in an old film and there's like really outdated things, it's like I'm a progressive. Aggressive enough guy that like look I embody the values that I uh, you know I think are proper in like today's day and age but when I see interviews or videos of things from the past where it's like super like misogynistic whatever and it's not even Shit. ironic it's like just that was the time I can watch that stuff and laugh. You know what I mean? Like, there's this interview with Sean yeah, Connery. Yeah,
1: no, me too. You gotta laugh. That interview is fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, it just... I can't believe he said the that. The fucking... The one with uh, Barbara Walters? <laughs> yeah. That one? Where she challenges him, and you think... Dude! She thinks he's gonna, like, back off, but no, he just digs right in, you know? and <laughs> it's, fucking, <laughs> it's really funny, because it's yeah so wrong. It and is. to me, it's like... That's
0: the way in which I'm sort of not woke, is that I can see... Watch things. That are so wrong minded But to me it's almost funny When it's so extreme Yeah, Where it's just like Whoa Like that's a fucking Old fashioned attitude Like holy smokes Yeah And uh Yeah but I mean What can you do Like you can't go back in time And like No You shouldn't have said that
1: Sean Conner You old man (laughs) Like Well you have to laugh Because it's just so ridiculous And it's just such a Wrong opinion and and clearly it is, and no one in their right mind would think that, especially now. So you have to... I mean, it's just so ridiculous, you know? Yes. And what's crazy <laughs> is, because dude. even
0: as old-fashioned as the movies are, the book is even more old-fashioned. That's what was surprising, because... I Cause, yeah. Because I love old Bond movies, but reading the book was a little bit different.
1: Yeah, fair enough. No, I've never read the book, so I wouldn't even uh, know, but, um, yeah, all right, cool. Um, I, I watched Moonraker recently. I um, I liked a lot of those Bond movies growing up.
0: Moonraker's kind of a tough one.
1: <laughs> it's re- No, it's really... Uh, it's not the way exactly how I remember it, and it's kind of funny, too, because it is kind of ridiculous. Oh,
0: Moonraker's fucking... Ridiculous. That's uh, a, no, Did you a see bit. that part where the pigeon does the double take? Yes. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. That
1: movie's so dumb. Oh, oh dumb. shit. Anyway, look. Play me uh, play me another track. I've only got one more left, and this is my pick of the week. I think last time uh, I was on the show, uh, it was the same artist who was the pick of the week. So, obviously, Atre is killing it at the moment. I'm really loving his stuff. Uh, he's quite original, unique, doing his own thing, and um, it's just the highest quality music. <coughs> oh, I think <coughs> I got a frog in my throat. <coughs>
0: Sorry, Andy. (laughs) That's okay.
1: Just don't throw your back out. What the fuck was that? Let me try that again. Atray's new one. It is called Savage. It's available on Bandcamp and other awesome streaming services. Yeah, give it a spin, Andy. This is really good stuff.
0: And that was Savage by tray. Marco's Pick of the Week, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club, Matthew Lister, Tristan Waits, Will Lowe, and Polly Digital. And I'd like to do a special shout-out to IP68 with the 808, and Binkley with the 786. You guys are really cool guys. And uh, thank you all for supporting the show. Of course, um, if you want to support Beyond Synth, you know, you can go to Patreon.com slash Beyond Synth, or you can go to BeyondSynth.com. There's a donate button there, and that uh, gives you the PayPal option if you're one of those, like,
1: if you don't want to use Patreon. Anyways, look, I've always used PayPal when I want to donate money, so I don't know what it is. I I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm old-fashioned.
0: The point is, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. I don't know how long it's going to be before I release like a. I mean, I guess this is still a proper episode of the show. I don't know what I'm.
1: I hold myself to such a weird standard. Yeah, yeah. No, there's plenty of music, and we and we talk about a lot of other stuff. But that, no, it is. It's a it's a it's a proper show.
0: Yeah, thanks. So, <laughs> 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 that, just, but the point is, I got a lot of projects on the go. So the idea is, right now, like September is just going to be such a busy month because there's so much going on my kids going back to school trying to prep for all of that mm-hmm. stuff my wife's going back to work she's got all these new fucking protocols and things which which further complicate stuff i've got a set i'm trying to build i've got fucking episodes i've got to edit i've got videos i've got to edit i got this shit i filmed that i have to edit like there's so much stuff happening mm-hmm. so september is going to be kind of a busy month and then when everything gets going hopefully there will be a lot of different and varied Content And of course we've got our, our Dungeons & Dragons episode that we have to do more work on and, and actually record one and all this other stuff. So there's a lot going on, so bear with me, uh, audience, because I'm doing all this so that eventually there will be uh, more stuff, because obviously you guys have been great in uh, supporting the show, and I want to make sure that you always have uh, stuff. So that's my
1: commitment to excellence. That sounds good, mate. Sounds good. Um, Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show. I also want to thank Jazzy for her help with uh, finding the music For this week's show uh, I've been pretty busy With work and other stuff So she really helped out So big shout out to Jazzy a big shout out To all the Patreons For the donations Thank you very much For keeping this awesome show going And um, I guess we'll talk soon Andy I don't, I don't know Yes Well we won't tell the autumn But technically we have to talk tomorrow <laughs> To finalize some stuff For that thing we're doing Oh That's right That thing Yeah we can't tell them yeah. It's going to be really cool though That's all I can say
0: Yeah But uh, anyways uh, everybody. Have a lovely weekend. Uh, tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best Synthwave chat show there is, and I'll talk to you next time. Alright, cool. You want to say goodbye? No,
1: that's that's it. I, I already did my thanks. Do you want me to say goodbye? <laughs> <laughs> we're good to say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks
2: for listening. If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com beyond beyondsynth. Or you can donate directly on beyondsynth.com. Beyond Synth can be found on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and iTunes. And remember to like and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Until next time...